Hey guys, welcome to This Is Gonna Hurt, our fifth edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I apologize for my voice, I'm feeling a little under the weather, but I'm excited to play. So are these guys, I hope. That was your... <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not way to go home. It's <laughs> snowing. Yay. Um, I mean, we're excited for our final session. Yeah, uh, of the season, of the season, of the season. I'm just kidding, guys. Don't get too sad on us. And uh, I just wanted to start off by reading a five star review on iTunes. I'm crying, guys. Keep giving us five star reviews. It makes us feel good. And this is from the one three three seven potato. <laughs> That's awesome. The the lead potato. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, uh, the story you put together is really fantastic. This is going DM to DM. He says. And as are the players who explore it, keep it going, boys. I hope that's how he said it, too. Thanks, man. That was awesome, Thank you. lady. That one's great. I love those cards on the internet. Oh, that's true. I guess the lead potato is very neutral. Thank you, potato. <laughs> Thank you, potato. Don't assume they're potato. <laughs> Thank you, gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you, gorgeous. <laughs> I love your eyes. Help me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Poison. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, and we also found a comment here on the Podbean. We apologize for these late uh, notices for comments, guys. Comments like don't give us notifications or anything. So we end up just going scrolling through and finding them in the middle of nowhere. So this comment is from James Bulo. Bluff, below, below. We're sorry. We're Bluff. sorry, James. Below. below, but we still love you, anyways. This is awesome. Nice work, guys. Well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> give gives me something fun to listen to in the office. Why aren't you doing work? Yeah, James. Come on, this get back to work. This is on Facebook, James. Everybody can see this. Um, where did each of you get the name of your character, or in the DM's case? Characters, you all have to answer in Toko's voice. Nice. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. Well, it's a good thing the first person answering is going to be the maker of Toko himself. So we can get a quick reminder on how that goes. And this will be the final time of this season of us going around introducing ourselves and answering questions. Oh, man. (laughs) So that makes me sad. Oh, <laughs> so none other than uh, oh. <laughs> let's just, let's just go ahead. Go. Can I introduce myself in my voice and then answer yes, the question yeah. in Toko's voice, or yeah. is it? No, I mean, yeah, 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 the yeah, whole think, thing in Toko's voice. No, just to answer the question. That's fair. Yeah. All right. So my name is Owen. I have been your DM for sure. this season one of This Is Gonna Hurt. I've enjoyed. Uh, doing my part in crafting the stories so far. So thank you for listening. That's all I have to say about who I am. So I guess on to how I name the characters. So uh, Toko doesn't have very good story about how Toko got named. I just wanted to pick something that sounded kind of stupid. So I was like, hey, that's Toko. I feel so bad for Toko. (laughs) (laughs) That's the truth, though. (laughs) The other characters, they get a little more uh, thought put into them. Like uh, Aegisar Rorak. Uh, for me, uh, uh, Aegisar is like uh, Aegis, which is uh, Zeus's shield. He's a wizard all about shielding, so that's where his first name came from. And then Rorak is, I don't know if any of y'all watch Teen Titans, but there's a character named Rorak of Null. He was like a 
in love with Raven or something. He's like a white wizard kind of dude. And uh, that's where Rorik comes from. Age star Rorik. Then like Oboth Gashet. Oboth means dragon. Gashet means dragon. <laughs> Deer Haytham. Deer means eagle. Haytham means eagle. And uh, that's where I named my characters. <laughs> and then, and then uh, Grayson got named Grayson because he was wearing all gray. Gray, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, he's, and his papa wore gray, so he's a gray son. That's that's it from Togo Togo number one over here. <laughs> it's harder than you think to do that for like a whole I, yeah. sentence. Like, like like I'm Togo and that was difficult. So like yeah, we're screwed. I'm gonna have to like do like my name is Toko when I do it just to get to yeah. Toko voice. Toko. It's like the the, the the Boston accent thing where you have to like say that sentence. And my name is Owen. And Toko. Oh, this is gonna be hard to follow up. Hi everybody, um, Craig. I play Windark Thesis, the dragonborn bard Marion in all of his silver highlighted glory. But anywho, how do I get my name? Well, well, um, does, this is, doesn't sound right, but I'm trying anyway, because I'm a Toko impersonator. Uh, so, honestly, he, uh, uh, Toko was uh, behind on when he should have been naming his character to like, you know, the day before we started playing, because uh, Toko was irresponsible. <laughs> and so, uh, I was hanging out. You mean you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I was checking out my friend Leslie. We were trying to think of names because I'm not that creative, I guess. And uh, I thought Darwin was a cool name. But nah, I don't want to be named Darwin. Let's reverse it to be edgy. Toko. Whoa. Anyway, and the thesis, because we were talking about papers. I don't know why. I don't remember where this conversation was going anyway. And he was also supposed to be called Karen because literally everywhere you work... There's always somebody named Toko, but really it's Karen. Seriously, there's somebody named Karen everywhere. There is. <laughs> right? So, yeah. uh... Wow. Yeah, that's it. Uh, then, I, then I vetoed Karen. Oh, oh yeah. And so I made it Kitty. And no one's called me Kitty yet, and that's okay. <laughs> I think Korath did one time. I've done it. Okay. My name is Craig. Hasn't changed Toko. Pretty hard. Mine's gonna be real bad. I can't do voices. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys! I've got to do my own. No, no, voice. No, 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 no! Oh no! I don't have, know how to talk oh, like I'm Alex. Stuck like Toko. Toko Katoko. Hey guys, uh, it's Alex. I play Korath Stonebliss Orathane, the level five Goliath Paladin. So uh, here we go. Toko, Toko, Toko. Hey everybody. My name's Toko. I just so I don't know how to do it. Keep going, it's so good. My name's Toko. I can't believe I'm trying to speak like Toko. I've been lowered to this level. I just no, I can't. I don't even know how to do it. Okay, Toko. When I was looking for a name for Korath, I was looking just at. Regular old Goliath names, and I don't sound anything like Toko. <laughs> you're trying your best. Keep going, you're trying your best. Um, sorry, guys, I cannot do it. Uh, I failed. Uh, if you didn't normally sound like if Korath's voice didn't normally like have bits of Toko in it, I think you could do it. But I think it's I think it's, it's too hard. close, so I default. I failed. Uh, a sign of punishment. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, you heard that, James Below. A sign yeah, of punishment. I'm calling you out, James. Please. <laughs> <laughs>
Korath was just, I looked at names of common Goliaths and I decided uh, I would start writing things down that seems similar or common. And I just, I uh, saw that name and it kind of rolled off the tongue nicely. And just imagine that, but spoken through the silky pipes of <laughs> Owen as Toko. And my name is Alex. <laughs> Toko. Toko. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> no, 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 no. This, this is, is going to hurt. This is going to ridiculous. This is going to ridiculous. Hi, guys. This is Steven. I play Brimley Coral Baloran Olaward, a clerical diviner. So I don't think I've ever actually said diviner before. He is a diviner in his wizardness. You've said it in character. I have, right? I've mentioned his divining. Yeah. Okay. My name is Toko. That's than- bad, but I'll do it. <laughs> it's better than me. So uh, I went on the, the internet and I found a generator. I found I sound real southern. <laughs> My name is Toko. <laughs> and I pressed generate about 57 times. And then I picked four names. And that's how I got my name. My name is Steven. That was bad. Hey guys, uh, my name is Jeremy and I'm playing Lorthamar Theron, the level 5 Eldritch Knight fighter. He's a high elf. Not just a normal elf, a high elf, please. Be, be specific. And now I have to be Toko. 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 Oh uh, yeah, what? Say my name three times, you summoned me. <gasps> He's here. You already know I'm in the sandstorm. Ah! <laughs> And there he goes. Too soon. <laughs> My name is Toko. Uh, well, you see, I come from a game called World of Warcraft. Uh, I may have mentioned it a couple times here that I really like it. Or I used to anyways. I don't play it that much anymore. And they have a lot of elves in that game. And uh, a lot of the elves have hyphens or apostrophes or things of that nature to kind of you know, make up their names. So I looked up a bunch of my favorite characters and combined a bunch together. And uh, that's how I got Lord Thamar Theron. Yeah, that was it. My name is Jeremy. Togo. Togo. Now over to, to the real Togo. Hey, <laughs> it's, it's me, Toko. I just, uh, I just ate a cough drop and now my, my voice is better. That's all it was. <laughs> Phlegm. So, here we go. Our adventurers found themselves at the top of a white marble tower. And they walked up a set of stairs. And they found a giant ring, a portal into another world. And without any hesitation, they stepped through the portal. Everyone taking a deep breath. What you are breathing in is not the cool, stagnant air of a Long Island apartment. It is the crisp, refreshing, fragrant air of the elemental plane of air. You find yourself on a large meteoroid, a large chunk of rock, and there is nothing else on it you step out of the portal step down maybe six inches and you find yourself on a giant chunk of rock that's maybe a hundred feet across 
and you are alone on this rock. As you look around, you see nothing but clear blue sky surrounding you. If you look up, clear blue sky. If you look over the edge of the rock and you look down, clear blue sky. In the distance, you see rocks floating. You see creatures flying in the distance. And that's it. That's what's around you. That's what's up. Well, I already told you what's up. No, we're and that's what's what da- that's what, But that's also what's down. That's what's going down. Okay. And around. Okay. So I hate what? myself. <laughs> <laughs> so what's our, our HP situation? Ah, that's a good question. You find yourselves invigorated, one could say. Maybe it's the effects of the elemental plane, but... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start you at full health. Cool, cool. Do we get like all our spells back and everything? Yeah. Or? Cool. You're, 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 you're ready to go. Yo, my throat hurts. I don't know how you do Toko. Uh, honestly, Oboth is harder. With gusto. Sure. It's a more like this. It's very, very difficult. That's, that sounds horrible. Try it, seriously. It's got a weird I, raspiness. I We're <laughs> trying to make it. Well, what do we have here? That's good. It's really hard. <laughs> oh my god! Right. You can do it. You're, really, you, get, you got the Joker. In really you. clear. Oh yeah. Right. You feel invigorated. You find yourself on this just chunk of rock. Holy grail! There is just clear blue sky surrounding you in every direction. And how far away is like the nearest other rock? Okay, so the nearest rock, no, which is distance. if you had to give directions, it would be forward. From the, the, you know, where you stepped portal, out. Right. You stepped out of this portal. If you just continued to look forward, that would be the closest chunk of rock. And it appears to be a level in terms of elevation as, as the rock that you're on. Cool. Roll me perception checks. Let's see who finds this first. Six. Nine. Seven. Twenty-one. There we go. <laughs> ah. Wow. It would be Lorthmar, then. What a goody two-shoe. Who... With my elven eyes. Sees before everyone else that a, a, a faint blur, four faint blurs that seem to be moving around the rock, right around the perimeter of the rock. I'm assuming you're still kind of at the center of this asteroid thing. Four. Do you guys see that? See what? 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 Rocks? The sky? There are no clouds? The other rock? No, 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 no. The the four flame, the, the four faint blurs going we, around us. Oh. What? Can we assume now that they have been pointed out to us by Lorthmar that we see them? Yes. Okay. Okay. Do you want to go? Oh yeah, I see what. What? Is, whoa! What? Don't you dare say what are those. Don't <sighs> do it. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> So why? Why can't I say one of those? Brimley's, <laughs> Brimley's going to cast the Murder the Murderturgy. That emerging. That one. Which and he's going to use it to make his voice boom. And he's going to say, "Hey! Is 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 somebody in those blurs? Hey! 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 So Wow. So with the increased volume coming out of you, the blurs actually begin to move faster. Never mind. Faster they move. Stop it. 
They're still moving fast. No! <sighs> About um, how far are they from us? You're at the center of the platform. There's probably 50 feet in every direction to the edge of the rock. They are circling the edge of the rock. What kind of effect are they having on the rock? No effect. Can, okay. uh, Korath is going to start moving closer to the edge of the rock. Okay. I'm going to follow. Sure. In, the, in the direction that like we like there's a portal behind us right so mm-hmm. i'm moving in the opposite direction of the portal okay like, so I'm you're just, moving forward i'm just moving straight forward. the closest other asteroid thing is okay so how far like how close to the edge do you get 10 feet 10 feet from the edge yeah. <laughs> how far is it to trigger something <laughs> <laughs> you see korath actually everyone else close your ears this is the first time this has happened to me. <laughs> um, they're the, the feathers that followed you up through the tower. That's what they are. They're just there. They're flying around. Oh, okay. As, in fo- as if following a wind. What, what, okay. That's it. Okay. Oh, I did not like that feeling. <laughs> yeah. Guys, it's them feathers again. From the tower. Where? What? The blurs. What? The, the, the blurs. The ones up there. Yes. They're feathers? Yeah. I get closer to the edge. You get closer to the edge? Yeah. You see them. Everyone else, uh, Steve, when, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, you see them oh, to dear. be the feathers that followed you up through the temple. Okay. You, that's what they are, as if following a current of wind around the edge of the asteroid. How far away from the edge are they? They're, they're at the edge. This is a table. I grab one. This is it moving. Uh, roll me a dexterity check. Not a saving throw, a check. Seven. <laughs> you're not even close. <laughs> it doesn't even, it, like, you, like you're, it, it doesn't even change course. You literally just grab the wrong spot <laughs> in the air. All right. Okay. Uh, Korath does the same. With his terrible dexterity. <laughs> Let's see. 12. <laughs> Not even close. Was, I'm sorry, was that a 12? 12. 12 on the dot? Yeah. So your hand <laughs> closes around the feather, and then you pull it back because you're like, I caught it, and then you open it, and there's no feather in your hand. <gasps> Ghosts! And then you see it. Ghosts! Steve. Brimley wants to try to use like an intelligence, intelligence check to see if... You know, he would be able to discern if the wind uh, pattern that they're generating would be like strong enough to lift a person. Like if the wind force is like, you know, a strong enough sure. wind force. Uh, it's a s- Do I, I don't add my proficiency bonus, right? It's just a straight intelligence check. Yes. Correct. Cool. So 16. 16. Uh, man, if it was a 14, I was going to lead you astray. <laughs> You feel that even though you know this wind is magical in some sense, that as it is now, it would not carry the weight of even a gnome such as yourself. Okay. So we got to do something to try faster. Try yelling at the feathers again, even though I hate your voice. (laughs) So he's going to cat. Wait, I think he still got it. It lasts for one minute. He's going to cast again just in case it's been a minute because he can't trip. Hey, feathers! Spin faster! You're, you're loud? I'm loud. They spin much faster than before. You can do better than that! I believe in you! They spin 
slightly faster. Keep going! Don't stop being Ricky Bobby! Who the heck is... <laughs> He's my friend from my village! He ran really fast! <laughs> Are we just speaking really loud now? Hold on. In this What's going on? Your, um, would your characters have ever heard of this thing called a marathon? Yeah, um... I- how, Considering that's a it's it's based on a place on on Earth, it wouldn't be called a marathon. How many how many miles is a marathon? Twenty six point two. Yeah, twenty six point two. So you know that in this world, you've heard of this thing called a marathon, right? And you're you know that it was named after this gnome, whose name was Ricky Bobby, and he ran twenty six point two miles to go propose to his girlfriend, whose name was Marathon, and then. When he got there, he proposed to her and he died because he was so tired. <laughs> and so all of you were like, whoa, Brimley knew Ricky Bobby. There's, just, there's a fun fact about our world. <laughs> I'm glad I, know, I knew that. <laughs> all right. So take that one home. the feathers spin faster. Whoa. Um, that was all I had, guys. <laughs> Are we I take, moving? I take out a coin and I throw it into the wind. Ooh, smart guy. What kind of coin? The lowest value coin that I hold. Gold, because everyone's a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> you throw the coin into the wind? Yes. It flies into this current that seems to be made by this, these feathers, and then it falls. And it falls. And it falls. And it's anything else we can do to spin it? And it falls. Was, 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 that, was that your pretty penny? No. I still don't get what a pretty penny is. Let's everyone roll me an intelligence let's check. Let's try. Let's try throwing the gnome. <laughs> you think that'll work? Huh. Hmm. That's a five, and I'm just looking at feathers. Seven. <laughs> Nineteen. Ooh. Sixteen. So with a fifteen or higher, you would gauge that this whole yelling thing and making the feathers move faster thing is on the right track. What are we supposed to do? I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna cast minor illusion as a cantrip and create like a giant sound generating looking thing that makes sound. No, actually, because I have to do one or another. Oh, I have to do one or another. So it says I can create a sound for up to one minute. So I'm just gonna create a really loud, annoying sound. Okay. Super loud. There's this loud. What what does it sound like? <laughs> oh my god. The feathers spin as fast as they're spinning now. They don't get faster. I'm we all start making noise. Korath is shouting at the top of his lungs. He's going insane. I'm gonna use <laughs> No wait a minute, wait a minute. Right now is it just Korath doing that? Or is that sound happening too? I, at the That's same time, too. and oh, going to So start then the yelling. feathers begin to fly even faster around. <gasps> so in addition to casting, Brimley's also going to start yelling. So the thing is going, <laughs> you're yelling, right. and Korra's yelling. The feathers are flying even faster around this rock. We guys. Start yelling with us! I'm going to use Thunderclap because it's a cantrip. And just make a really big boom. And I'm like, we, I got it. And I like clap my hands together really hard. And like this huge, like sonic boom comes out. All right. I think you should yell while you do it. Whoa! Whoa! 
Okay, so so there's the the annoying machine sound of the thing that Brimley's making. Brimley is yelling with his thermatukujibuguji. Yes. Korath is screaming at the top of his lungs. Windar is thunder clapping while he yells, and the feathers fly even faster around the rock, but nothing seems to be happening. <laughs> Come on, this could be character growth. Uh, <laughs> He's uh, never spoken louder than a whisper. Exactly. <laughs> you're, get, you're like the last who that needs to break through that little dust mite so Horton can hear you and so everyone else can hear you. I look save, at Fate, stare him in the eye. Save the who's, dude. Horton, all right, so while this is all going on, I, I guess I figure out that I need to join in on this. So <laughs> We're just all having a rave. <laughs> anyways, we're all just all acting like insane people. Can No. And so I usually don't raise my voice, but I guess I have to. So it's going to be something of like a... It's like a roar. Can you guys do that over and over again? <laughs> and then as if the feathers knew, the four feathers, which at this point are flying so fast around you that you can, you can feel the gust of wind that they're generating around you. Right at the edge. Of glory. Right at the edge. <laughs> Of the rock thing facing this second floating rock, Sorry. the four feathers kind of converge and begin forming a much smaller ring, more like the hoop, the portal that you've kind of stepped through the first time. And they begin spinning really fast, so fast that you can actually see the air moving. And they and they that's where it stops. Well, it, you know, it doesn't wow. stop, it's still spinning, but that's where it's positioned. Can, can Brimley make an intelligence check while he's yelling his head off? Yes. Throw another coin in. <laughs> you throw was, another coin in. Bad. As you throw the coin into the ring, this time instead of the coin dropping, as soon as the ring, the coin passes through, it literally dissolves into a wisp of smoke. And you see it jet towards the other island, the floating island. Brilly's just going to run on into it. Likewise. Yeah. I jump. Jump. You all jump. That looks so yeah. cool. <laughs> and you feel a sensation. Like never before. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I guess especially for Korath, especially for Korath, like you've never felt weightless before because you're a big old dude. And so you feel for the first time, not only do you feel physically like, like there's nothing holding you down, but emotionally, mentally, spiritually, you feel like at this moment as you move, and you see the world around you pass in a blink of an eye that there, you, have, you have no worries, that you've left everything behind you. And then in, in, a, in an instant, like you, it feels in the moment that this sensation is going on forever, but you also know that it's over in an instant and you find yourself take form again and you find yourself on another rock. This one much larger than the first. Make a perception check. Okay. Are we, around you. Okay. Around you. Um, on this rock, you see there are trees growing on it, and in the distance you see many white marble towers similar to the one that you saw in the material plane. Hi guys, this is Steven from This Is Gonna Hurt, 5th edition D&D podcast. We just wanted to give a quick shout out to Ian from Iron Tusk Miniature Painting. 
we were lucky enough to have him paint our miniatures and they look absolutely mind-blowing. Uh, we can't wait to play with them in season two. They're also on his Instagram, which is Iron Tusk Miniature Painting. He's also on Twitter at Painting Tusk. You can find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash Iron Tusk Miniature Painting as well. Seriously, the amount of detail he puts into these things is crazy. I don't understand it. And I'm kind of jealous. Super jealous, actually. So check him out and check his stuff out. I said that already. Thanks, guys. Bye.